Hey y'all, welcome back to Beyond the Bazaar. I'm Brianna. I'm Sarah. And welcome back to our haunted road trip across America. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last week we were in Connecticut in Dudley Town. Um, this week we're heading down south to good old Mississippi. <laughs> Okay, so we're leaving Dudley Town. We are in Mississippi. <laughs> you did a really good accent. <laughs> oh, thank you. I suppose. <laughs> All right, guys. So this week we're going to be talking about a notorious legend from mm. Mississippi that centers around a um, stretch of road called Nash Road. And this urban legend is known as the three-legged lady of Nash Road. Cool. Mm-hmm. So the three-legged lady of Nash Road is one of the most popular and arguably the most creepy urban legend out of the state of Mississippi. So this creepy tale of a phantom woman has been told by locals generation to generation. According to the legend, the three-legged lady haunts Nash Road, a stretch of road located in Columbus, Mississippi, uh, specifically between um, 2661 and 4548 Nash Road. This ghostly tormentor is known to torment drivers by chasing their cars down the dark road. Mm, This reminds me of that episode of Supernatural with the lady in white. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. Oh, Uh my goodness. And guys, that was an episode last season, so go back and check it out. <laughs> yes, that's true. It was a good one. Oh, nostalgia. We love her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little throwback. Mm-hmm. And it ain't even Thursday. <laughs> right, it's just bare minimum Monday. <laughs> oh my god, I know. <laughs> minimum is the capital letter in Monday. <laughs> yes, yes. I remember, guys, not the segue, but I'll do my little uh, radio jingle. When I was younger, there was this jingle that used to come on the radio, and it'd be like M O N D A Y S C K S. Monday sucks. <laughs> Monday oh, sucks. Never heard of that one. All right. Yes, I think I think our local radio station play. It was like the DJs of that station. They would um sing. Oh, okay. And it just stuck with me. And like, today, I was mm-hmm. found myself just like humming that song to myself, and it was just like memory <laughs> unlocked. Like it just like I don't know where I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, this? I hear you. My, hey, I guess uh, a version of Mondays came from Garfield. Oh, <laughs> Memory unlocked. I totally forgot about Garfield. Oh my yeah. goodness. I love him. Yes. Oh my God. I used to watch it every, not every single day, but like every single, I think Saturday. Yes. And I would like, I would hunt for those cartoons that yes. would be in the paper. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. The comics. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Guys, we're we're aging ourselves. <laughs> we're dating ourselves. We are. And you know what? It's lovely. It is. It is. We are blessed. We are blessed. And yes, we to, are. You know, to be. You know, here. So, um, 
So let's get back to mm-hmm. um, Nash Road. So, yes. If one is brave enough to summon the three-legged lady of Nash Road, they should stop on Nash Road, turn on their headlights, and honk the horn three times. Hmm. After this, the three-legged lady will knock on the roof of the car and then races the driver to the end of the road, hitting the car with her body the entire way down the dark road. Oh my god. That's terrifying. It's hilarious too to picture. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it kind of is. I mean, depending on how she looks, like you know, if she looks like demented, then like, right, you know. right. I guess it's not as funny if she's like drop dead scary. This is true. So this actually begs the question, how did this ghastly specter, um, you know, end up with this extra limb? So Mm. locals, locals have had their own experience with the three leg lady. And they stated that the um, third leg is rotted and sewn to her body. Mm. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. It depends on what she looks like. (laughs) Right. But the origin of the third limb varies based on the telling of the legend. And Sarah, you want to go ahead and get into one of those variations? Yeah, sure. So one variation states that the third leg was removed from her dead lover and attached to her body. Lovely. That's love right there. Mm -hmm. Dedication. (laughs) Yeah, indeed. This variation taking place several years after the Civil War. It centers on a farmer that discovered that his wife was having an affair with a Civil War veteran. Of course. Jaded lover, you know. How many times we heard something, you know, turning in somebody dying because of this. Um, (laughs) So the farmer hunted the man down, tied his body to horses, and dragged his body down the road. That's brutal. Yes. The bot. Yeah, like, ooh, that's one hell of a way to die. Mm -hmm. The body of the soldier was scraped and torn by gravel and rocks, including his leg, which, yeah, I mean, if you do, like, read about, like, how they would drag bodies down the road, it was, it it was bad. It was a bad way to go. Yeah. Slow death. I mean, unless, like, you would hit like a rock really hard or something and like mm-hmm. I guess blunt force trauma but I don't think most people are that lucky it's yeah. awful yes um, so when the farmer's wife learned of what happened to her lover she went mad with grief and killed her husband rightfully so <laughs> she's a <laughs> I mean you okay so like <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like she were a man he was so like I get it I'm not saying she was right guys but like I get it Um, so then she found the leg of her lover and sewed it onto her body shortly before taking her own life well yeah there's that's probably why she got even more mad beyond the grave because she had his leg on her I mean Mm -hmm. that's gonna drive anybody crazy yes (laughs) (laughs) So, the more popular version of this variation is that the lady is the ghost of a woman whose husband was the philanderer. Philanderer. Sorry, I can't talk, guys. Um, She went mad, killed him, and chopped him into pieces, sewing his leg onto her body so that she would always have a piece of him with her. Oh, so romantic. (laughs) Like, you'll never leave me now. (laughs) Yes, more of a romantic, but morbid. (laughs) 
right and it's kind of actually a callback to like um an episode that i did like back when mm-hmm. i first started the podcast the um, legend mm-hmm. of skin tom oh. um yeah if memory serves me correctly um tom, um skin tom was like a man named tom who was pretty much known to be kind of like a ladies man mm-hmm. he would you know pretty much flirt and flirt around with all the um women in town and he ended up getting with this one woman who had a hus- boyfriend or husband. He ended up getting, like, skinned alive or something like that. And now his mm. ghost haunts Tennessee. Because mm. he couldn't get no more after that. He's like, oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I think that episode may be season one, season two of the podcast. I'm not sure. But go back okay. and check it out. It's a really good, really good tale. Nice. All right, so with back to the, um, th- the um, three-legged lady. So another variation of this ghastly tale um, states that the ghost is that of a mother searching for the parts of her dismembered daughter. Mm. Yeah, so this is kind of taking a little bit of a sadder turn. Um, yeah. So per this variation, a young woman's daughter was kidnapped and dismembered. Um, her body parts thrown into the woods that line the dark road. Mm. The mother went searching for her daughter, but was only able to find one leg. Distraught and stricken with grief, the mother carried the leg up and down the road looking for her child. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a really sad take on that. It is. It is, and it's, and it's, it's really also really interesting how it can kind of like jump from like a woman being a jilted lover mm-hmm. to a woman being like you know uh, um, grief stricken over her true love dying, the Civil War veteran, to now yeah. being a mother, you know, right? That's like her daughter, right? Like the different variations of La Yorona, you know, like exactly. I, it's very interesting. That's what I like to see about the legends that like anybody can interpret it a certain way and like i'm sure like every state like has a way that they see um the legend that like you know another state can see it a different way or like everyone has their story like who have like witnessed stuff like that you know Mm -hmm. that they just they see it a certain way it's just fascinating it really is it truly is fascinating so so we're gonna go ahead and get into the um next variation of the tale yeah so this one states that the phantom is a result of the practices of a satanic cult and that she was the victim of a sacrifice i mean plausible sacrifice is a very like people who are sacrificed that way that's a very traumatic event anybody would be stuck in a loop after that yeah Some locals believe this variation um, as an old church was once located on Nash Road um, was used for satanic cults for ritualistic and human sacrifices. Well, see, that Mm -hmm. it's kind of like how like all like different, different, I guess, tellings kind of like bleed Mm -hmm. into one another too. Mm -hmm. How it could be influenced. Like, I think most urban legends are like that. They can be influenced by the surroundings. Yeah, especially like if it's like a really religious town. Like, I mean, you do hear a lot about like, especially in the 80s with satanic cults and everything. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially like in the South, like where people Mm -hmm. really like 
not because guys were from the south but they can be like really yeah. holy rollers so yeah, yeah. like ohio okay i don't want to like name any states <laughs> but like just thinking of some that like i've read or listened with true crime there has mm-hmm. been like some in ohio and like um there's one i'm thinking of right now but it's like totally blanking off my brain but mm-hmm. like yeah it was mainly like in the 80s yeah and definitely a lot of that during that time. Mm-hmm. So um, another variation, um, a young girl was um, was out on the road by the old church and was struck by a car, killing mm-hmm. her instantly. Um, the girl's mother heard her scream when the car hit her and rushed to the scene of the accident. Mm-hmm. When she arrived, both the car and her daughter were gone, and all that was left was a bloody leg. Mm. so it was like a hit and run or maybe they hit her and freaked out and tried to take her to the hospital or yeah maybe yeah that's what i'm thinking this may or may this not have i don't think this is a i can't even talk this does not have anything to do with this but like Mm. i remember this person um they were saying like something had happened where they uh, were in a car mm-hmm. and like their grandfather had like this old like old beat up car this mm-hmm. jalopy mm-hmm. and they hit they did like a one like kind of like a spin in it and the door just opened they were just rolling in the streets oh and i was like how does this even happen right and um they were luckily luckily the person was okay they didn't die they weren't going like that fast yeah they're but, lucky Yes, but, like, their friends kind of rushed and picked them up and, like, rushed them to the mm-hmm. hospital and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that's what could have happened with this young girl. Um, yeah, like... It must have been a bad accident for her to have a leg left behind. Yeah, yeah, enough to sever that. That's mm-hmm. a lot of force, a lot of trauma. I mean, yeah. and you can die just from bleeding out from an amputated limb. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if you don't know how to stem that blood flow and... You know, I mean, we don't know if this could have, I mean, Mississippi, it's, it's pretty deep in the South. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they would have like hospitals and stuff or depending on when they're saying this variation took place. I mean, you know, it, it could have been like when there wasn't as many hospitals or as modern medicine as we have today. This is true. This is true. Yeah. And Especially, I mean, I like to think that's probably a long time ago, but nowadays, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say people don't help people nowadays, but I've seen some right. runs now. It's just yeah, like, I know it's so yeah. it's awful. All right, and so you want to get into the last little bit we have here? Yeah. So other variations um, tend to kind of blend things together, like um, different stories together. Um, but the variations, they have the same summoning and ghastly appearance. So uh, I would say that they all just pretty much um, resemble women who are distraught is what I'm coming to gather or even um, a young girl in some cases. Um, but even those who were brave enough to summon the ghost of the three-legged lady have claimed to found dents in their car following the ordeal on this haunted road. Cool. Oh my goodness. I mean, so. cool, but like creepy. <laughs> yes, creepy, definitely. Creepy. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'm brave enough, but I'm like, 
super morbidly curious. It'll be my downfall one day, I swear. <laughs> no, but, like, I get it because, like, a lot of people talk about how, like, a lot of roads. And we've talked, mm-hmm. and I've talked about haunted roads in this um, podcast before. But, like, mm-hmm. a lot of places have, like, haunted roads. And that's why, that's actually why, like, I mean, with me, I'm just, like, I'm superstitious. I mean, I'm a little stitious. But that's why a lot of people don't like to travel at night because, like, things like that that you can experience. It's just, um, like, something yeah. in the air at night. I can't it explain is. it. Especially when you're, like, driving, like, on a winding road, like, near with the forest on either side yeah, like for just, me. Yeah. yeah. Any moment you think you're going to pop up on something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we're all like suffering from PTSD too because of that stupid video in the freaking 90s and 2000s yes. where you're just watching a car drive down the road and then that freaking jump scare and that yes. ugly woman just comes out of nowhere and scares the literal piss out of you. Yes. Oh my goodness. That is just, that. that is abuse. Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh and then of course we love our slasher films so the jump scares just don't stop there so we're just you know and of course like evil dead took place in like the middle of bum fucking nowhere so did pet cemetery and i love them even though they to this day still give me the creeps but you know in a good way we all like to scare ourselves a little right (laughs) Yeah, I know I do. And guys, before <laughs> before we get into what we like affectionately like to call our miscellaneous musings, yeah. um, we're probably not going to go talk too much about the, the um, three-leg lady of Nash Road um, mm. beyond this point. Um, <laughs> you're more than welcome to leave. Yes, um, if you want to take a pit stop, hop on off, we understand. <laughs> yes, you know, we'll keep it, keep it trucking and we'll keep it. Keep it going and on miscellaneous musings. But of course, if you want to hear us ramble and talk about random things to come to mind, you're more than welcome to stay on and keep on listening. <laughs> yeah, join the party. <laughs> so the reason why I said a reason why I want to say um, mm-hmm. put that little bit in there because when you were coming back from um, from Austin from Texas mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. said you were driving back, mm-hmm. so I wanted so bad to send you the, the Leatherface gift, but I said I don't want to scare her. <laughs> Nah, you know, I read all about the Ed Gein case that inspired Leatherface and stuff. I think I'm, I mean, for me, I mean, true crime doesn't bother me. It's more Mm -hmm. like, like sometimes some horror movies, like I just can't watch certain like torture scenes. They just feel like so real, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like that's one thing I just can't like torture. Like I can, I read about torture. I can even like with true crime like I don't know how I can you know but I just I can tolerate it but like in a scary movie like I just I can't watch torture that's one thing that's like even though I watch slashers and stuff it's it's different for me I guess there's like you know some people like um the whole psychological and stuff I like psychological thrillers but like when it comes to like watching people get their nails ripped off and shit like that no thank you no I remember when I first this is like when I was in middle school when I first started watching like Mm-hmm. Gory, gory horror. I always used to watch yeah. like, ghost stories or whatever, mm-hmm. slashers. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started watching like actual gore, I was mm-hmm. watching one of the Wrong Turn. I think it was Wrong Turn Two. Oh actually. yeah, that one is rough. And, and when her like her intestines fell out, I literally, oh. I'm, 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 I literally thought I was going to 
puke. Yeah, yeah, I get that though. I was nauseated. I had to lay down. Like now, in hindsight, I'm just like I don't because now I've seen so much stuff. I'm not like faced by it anymore. I've been desensitized. <laughs> but but with that first time, I'm like, like I can actually feel like the water building up in my mouth. Yeah, I get that though. I really do. Like, oh my goodness, it was... Uh, I didn't think I would make it through Texas Chainsaw because it's just like... It's with the... Especially with the cannibals and stuff. I was like, mm-mm. Yes. The, see, the Je- Texas Chainsaw with um with Jessica Biel in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that one, that one was so... Like, well, for me, I was kind of sad because like when she comes across her friend, he asks her to kill him. Yeah. And she's like, I can't do sad. it and everything. But he knew that he just didn't... He knew he was just pretty much just dying slowly. Yeah. Um, he was essentially being tortured. He just didn't want to go through what they would have put him through. Right, right. And all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's so hard, like, to ask is. someone to take your life. Like, I get it, though. I mean, God, like, once again, I'm drawing a parallel here. But, like, in heart, when, like, Madison asks Sam to kill her, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Every time it just tears me apart. And, and remember, service didn't Dean do it because Sam couldn't? No, he was going to, okay. and then Sam stops him. He says, "No, I have to do it," and I'm just mm. like, ah! oh. "Yeah, because see, I, uh, I, I swear, I, I barely, I'm not gonna say I barely remember because I do remember uh-huh, the early seasons, uh-huh, uh-huh. the early episodes of Supernatural, but it's like uh-huh. the, the small details I don't really. Well, it was remember. in season one. It's been a oh. while. <laughs> um but yeah like dean did offer to do it and i mean that was really noble of him and everything but like sam was like but she asked me to and then like i loved her so i i guess like that's why he took it on himself to do it but man that scene i like want to cry right now like how is a fictional scene just like so powerful like i just to this day no because that's how i kind of felt like I'm gonna try to um, remain spoiler free, but mm-hmm, with Riverdale, mm-hmm. like when I watched the recent episode of Riverdale, mm-hmm. because this is my theory. So, guys, it's not like a spoiler, but my theory is that like when a comment hit, they all went to the sweet hereafter, because mm-hmm. um, they for one they wouldn't have brought that up, and like you gotta look yeah. at like the reason why like um, now there are some anomalies like what's her name Josie wasn't in Riverdale when a comment hit so I don't know why she would be there so there's those there's little yeah. that kind of keep me from that theory but yeah um, like Dilton was there Midger there are people that died like Polly people that had died in Riverdale were there um, yeah and it's just like you know and it's just like it's like this like and also when Jughead had Betty's died, father like, was there too and then yes. it's like that weird like could he be redeemed you know how there's like killers mm-hmm. do that 360 and they're redeemed mm-hmm. like for their sins like is that why he could be there i don't know i've been thinking myself too yes yes it's like they're all like mm-hmm. there and then also um i think it was in season six when jughead like mm-hmm. uh, i think it was they did the sabrina crossover and jughead mm-hmm. was in like the sweet hereafter and he was in the pop shop and it was like 1950 style mm-hmm. so it was it was you know and um it was kind of like weird and uh-huh. also like you know in that case um if the, if if the if there was only like one timeline and it could um she created one timeline and in theory she only be one tabitha yeah um so that's why i'm that's why i'm like okay but uh-huh. at the same time i was like i don't know i don't to, to all right. this time to time travel all this stuff confuses me oh yeah same 
I mean, my thing is, I feel like angels can take on different forms, too. Mm. So, with there being two Tabithas, she could just be taking the form of Tabitha? Well, well, well with me, my thought is, mm-hmm. my thought is that um, I don't think there was ever two Tabithas. I think there's always been one. Mm. Um, and people will say they like the word I when I was talking about it on Reddit, I was like, I mm-hmm. think there's always been one because like the other tablet still disappear. But yeah. the only time tablet's brought up is when Angel Tabitha brings her up. Mm-hmm. Um so I think that it's always been her. She know? could possess her too, just like Castiel possessed Jimmy. This is true. This is true. But I think mm-hmm. she's probably trying to provide some type of like closure because Jug can't remember mm-hmm. it. And she's like, you're mm-hmm. the anomaly. Mm-hmm. Like you they then like she made like this whole like um same timeline. So essentially they'll all stay there. Yeah. And, but Jughead and Bet well, hold on. Guys, I hope you guys have caught up. But Jughead and Betty decided to like, you know, keep memories from sure, both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and now like now I guess like you know I don't know what's gonna be what's gonna be next episode but like mm-hmm. you know in this age in this time 2023 they'll all be like mid 80s. Yeah. You know, but they had lived and like, I think, no, because she did say, I think next episode probably will be them old because mm-hmm. she did say that all the progression and stuff that you guys have made in Riverdale is going to change it. It's going to make right. it so nothing like this will ever happen in Riverdale. That's why mm-hmm. all the change we saw all season mm-hmm. of them like doing all this, like cult, like all the societal um, moments it was big mm-hmm. because it's going to have a lasting impact on Riverdale yeah that's what um, I was coming to the conclusion of mm-hmm. too like all their actions were really going to pay off and like make for a better Riverdale a, a better world mm-hmm. but it's but like it was like so crazy because like I was like literally everyone like even Julian like mm-hmm. I forgot about the whole Julian Blossom doll arc. being a doll I, I know I forgot like, about today until they I bought it up I was like I cracked up when Jughead was like, when Julian found out he was a doll, he didn't want to hear his story. I'm like, yes, yeah. I completely forgot about Julian, but then like <laughs> Jason also died. So how come Jason is yeah, right there? And I know. Jason didn't make it to the sweet hereafter. Right. Or, I mean, I don't know if it could be like a split, you know, how there can be like paradox universes mm. or, it could or maybe just... the sweet hereafter is like the in between somewhere. Yeah, almost like purgatory or something. Yeah, kind of like something like that. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I was hoping, I guess all hopes that there could have been like, you know, maybe another crossover with Sabrina, Sabrina could have came and saved the day and all this stuff. But like, mm-hmm. but like you know, to come there and be like, you know, oh, like I got everything fixed, but bad news, you guys can't come back to 2023, but you guys can mm-hmm. like elect to have your memories or I can wipe them clean, all this stuff. I'm like... Yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not gonna say like I mean, that's the reason why I mean I understand what the writers are trying to do, but it wasn't uh-huh. like the same because like what's the typically why come back if you can't take them back to twenty twenty three? You should have left them there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know the way I saw it, I saw it as like a sacrifice. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. She had to give up Jughead because she wanted to save Jughead and everyone. So, Mm -hmm. like, her not being with him, that's because she had to make the ultimate sacrifice to put them somewhere safe. So, unfortunately, 
that's the way I see it. Like she couldn't go back after using all that energy and stuff. I mean, she just made a sacrifice. Yeah. My thing is like, she couldn't bring them back, but I guess she could go back. She could move freely, but she didn't have enough energy to move yeah. all of them. It's like, yeah. she was the only one that can go back. So I guess in modern day, she'll probably be her same age, but Jughead, no, let me just be old. Mm-hmm. She didn't have enough angel mojo. Yeah, what guys do? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Where's my man? <laughs> but, but I was totally thinking that too. I was like, that's totally what Dean said. He's <laughs> your angel mojo. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like during season six, I loved it because mm-hmm. they kind of did like rip off Supernatural. And I think that was like the whole point because they did rip off of like a lot of yeah. like other TV shows and stuff. I think it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when they ripped off Supernatural, I was like, y'all need to have like, I mean, y'all got to do it, you know, strategically because Jensen will sue. But um, right. as, like, instead of like a 67, I'm <laughs> probably, I should have had like a 67 Camaro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> What? I was real upset when you told me that they were doing that. I was like, nice show. And then- I know. I know, because they had the grace, like, they had the grace ball. Yeah. The angel's name was Raphael. Yeah. All this stuff. Even when, even when Jughead was, like, pretty much, like, you know, talking about angels, he was talking in, a ma- like, a deadpan manner the way that Castiel talked. I know. And I'm like, no, ripping off Supernatural. And I was, I swear, uh-huh. I was waiting for, like, a 67 Camaro. Because I knew they like, wouldn't do it. They couldn't do the Impala because I right. was just, like. Uh, but- no, it's iconic. Like, I know, but like mm-hmm. six or seven Camaro could have drove by, and they would have gotten that. Like, oh my goodness! <laughs> I mean, like, if that happened, I don't think they'd get away with it. <laughs> they, they probably wouldn't get away with. But I would have been like, oh, cool! Like, you know, instead of like two brothers, could have been two sisters. True. Yeah. So I was like, that could have been cool since you're giving nods to shows. Betty and Veronica—they're like sisters from other misters. They're the best team up. They're the best team. I, I love like, them. It, it could have been like, but oh my goodness, I just I, season six is probably my favorite because I love mm-hmm. the um, I love the whole arc, and they even had like the whole like um, um, like the evil sorcerer all the so like they just they just mm-hmm. had like so much going on. I'm biased. Season seven's my favorite, but that's just because Veronica and Jughead finally got together. I know, I know. But see, I, don't remember. I love, season seven is like. Mm-hmm. Season seven is my um. Mm-hmm. I loved it because it actually talked about things that like yes that people that are young need to know about but are, yes. are talked about exactly. I, I applaud the writers for shedding light on those important topics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it pretty much shows like I think the message that it's sending and the writers are sending is mm-hmm. that if these steps were taken back then, look at how things could have been now. Yeah, but instead things were the, 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 pretty much the strongholds they were going against the doctor, the principal, um, the whole town, like all the powers that be in the town were pretty much trying to put a thumb all over them. On pet comics, to, yeah, too. trying to trying censorship. To censor, you're trying to censor them. That's the reason why Riverdale was the way it was down the line. Yeah. So as I think of like, you know, if things would have been like that back then, how advanced we would be now. But instead, we're repeating history and we're regressing as as um, people. Yep, I totally agreed with Jughead, like with Pep Comics and everything. Like I was like, "Um, this guy, this principal is ridiculous, especially when they're like, Sabrina's outfit's way too sexy. And I'm like, she's literally just wearing fishnets and a dress like... (laughs) I or I guess Veronica the witch is what actually 
Jughead's adorable little self drew for Veronica. I, I know, I know. My thing is when they said when they said Veronica the teenage witch, and I knew that like pretty much it was going to be Sabrina. Yeah, I was hoping that Sabrina would have made an appearance like and came back. But I know she didn't. Like, but I liked you know when they she were all sitting in the theater and they were all like seeing their memories, pretty much watching like you yeah. know the whole show mm-hmm. and all stuff and seeing their memories from their past lives and all this. Stuff. That was like and, my favorite part, but like. I felt I was so bad for Veronica because, mm-hmm. like, you know, she was with Reggie, she was with Archie, <laughs> and she's sitting beside Jughead, and this, they're watching her make out with Reggie and Archie. <laughs> I mean, she even and, kissed and Cheryl and Betty, too. And yes, she, she did. Yep. It's like wow, and it's just yeah. like you know, it's gonna be interesting to see the series finale for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that um, you know, like in the beginning, it didn't end up being Veronica and Archie. Like you know, mm-hmm. um, like in the previous seasons, it kind of seemed like they were off and on. Like mm-hmm. in the beginning, it just seemed like you know, um, Archie was really into her because he thought she was hot, but then mm-hmm. like you know. <laughs> Because she was different, like, because she was from L.A. and whatnot. Like, he was mm-hmm. intimidated by it. And, like, you know, he kind of just, like, gave up and went to Betty. Yeah, this is true. And that's why, <laughs> that's why, like, I didn't like him and Betty. Because, like, I'm a big mm-hmm. believer is that you should know, realize something is good for you when it's there. Like, you sh- it shouldn't take, like, for you to, like, not going to say be rejected. Cheat on your like, significant other. Thank yes. you very much. You broke Jughead Jones' heart, okay? And I'll know, never get over it. Is, I know, but the thing is, though, Reggie, I'm, not Reggie, <laughs> Archie. <laughs> I'm not. I am not shaming. But yeah. Archie, if you mm-hmm. look up for the streets, Archie's picture is right there. Yeah, he like I said, he has a good character. He and is, like, he's a good guy. Like he means yeah. well. But I'm like, do y'all really have to pair him with literally every single girl on the show? He's just thinking with his. <laughs> um, can I say that word? Let's Dumb. not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. Yeah. He was with Miss Grundy, then Josie, then the other girl in Josie's group. They were like, they were hinting that he was into Miss Grundy too, even in the 50s. And I'm like, Yes, but this time around, she was not like, she wasn't a predator. Thank yes, God. I know. Thank God. I was like, No, do not go down that road again. <laughs> yes. Then, um, so hold on. I saw he was with Grundy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we should count Grundy because I was like a whole groomy thing, but right. Um, with Josie, the other girl that was in Josie's Twyla, group. the um, group, I mean, the, um, I, I guess you would say the town prostitute, essentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, in the regular series, he was pretty much with every single, the only girl he wasn't with like, was Tony and Cheryl in the, like in the he, canon series. I feel like he fooled around with Reggie, too, because, like, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Reggie, it, it was heavily implied. Yeah, it was, because he was like, I'm bored, like, if you're up for this, let's do it. And like they totally did Twilight at the same time. Like, come on, y'all, y'all kissed and stuff. Like, don't tell me you didn't. Exactly. Like, come on. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like then at the end, I love the whole thing with um Sheriff Keller and mm-hmm. Uncle Frank. Mm-hmm. Because it was so telling. You guys are so like this because you guys like this. You guys have been told that like, oh, this is your need to be macho, so people won't know. Like, no. Yeah. And Kevin looking like because you kind of even try a lot of Kevin. I mean, Kevin knows. How what sneaking around look like? Mm-hmm. I was actually touched that Kevin never went to like get his memories. I thought that was really sweet that like mm-hmm. he decided to just like 
move forward with the clay. That takes yes. a lot to do that. Yeah, because he would have saw like I mean he would have saw all the plays and stuff he wrote. And he just would have saw what like moose. Um, he would have seen all the partners he had too. Like, he would have saw all the betrayal too because every single yes. time something happened, Kevin was always the one to betray them. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I'm glad he did. I love Kevin, but yeah, like he. I think he was one of those people he tried to like save his skin a lot so unfortunately it like ended up betraying a lot of people a lot yes yes so I get that do you remember the season um the body farm yeah um, Chap Michael Murray he was uh, um he was the cult leader mm-hmm. now someone reminded me have you ever seen the movie John Tucker must die Oh, absolutely. That, Sarah, that is my movie. I might, I have to find it somewhere. It's but one of my absolute favorites. Yes. So um, someone actually reminded me that Sophia Bush and Chad Michael Murray were married like back like in the um 2005. But yeah, they she were. Divorced, she divorced him because he cheated on her with Paris Hilton when they made House of Wax. Oh, um, you know what? That totally reminds me. So this is weird, but I saw a video, an old one of Chad mm-hmm. Michael Murray, like just implying to Jared that like he was sleeping with Paris Hilton like over and over and so like <laughs> no sir you were sleeping with her you were trying to cast the blame on Jared Jared was not interested wait a minute hold on wait a minute <laughs> He was, was trying to say Facebook. Jared was. He was trying to say Jared was doing something. He was because they hung out. Well, no, they didn't hang out together. But like, apparently, they like went to bed at the same time or something. Because like, he asked him, he's like, "What'd y'all do? Whatever." And like, he's like, Jared's like, "I was so tired. I went to the hotel and I slept for like." 15 hours mm-hmm. he was probably filming supernatural between then and like yeah, was was like i went to the you know and and slept and like got up at this time too so chad's like oh and like jared's like it's a coincidence we didn't do anything like he was like just like dude stop like he just oh, kept saying you know, he was projecting because he didn't he didn't want any blame but he didn't want anything made being made obvious on him because he was the party that was married at the time. Yeah, it was really cringy. I'm like, I like Chad Michael Murray, but I was like, sir, you are really giving me like toxic male vibes right now, and I don't like it at all. Yes, yes. So now, like, Sophia Bush was married to this guy for eight, this other guy for 18 months, and like just uh-huh. a month ago, she was talking about how much she's in love with him and all this oh, stuff. No. And now they're divorcing, and people say it's because oh. he probably cheated. I was like, yeah, because she does not take that. Like, right when she found out about Chad, she left him. After eight, yeah, they were together for a while. That's sad. No. Was, so that's just so messed up. And that's with this other guy. He cheated. I'm just like, yeah. that's why she made that movie because she obviously don't put up with cheaters. But I love that movie so much, guys. If you have not seen John Tucker Must Die, mm-hmm. it is it is it is one of the probably it is like I don't usually do like movies like that, but it's one of the few that make the list because um i like it because like, just you have, desserts just desserts yeah but <laughs> like also like you know it's it's also real like it's a real mm-hmm. thing like you know girls can like you know be like okay like and they all find out they're being played and want to get even mm-hmm. all this stuff so it's like it was it's just it's an amazing i need to watch that again i love that movie <laughs> it's good i like the duff as well and easy a i love easy a i love easy a too yes i just mm-hmm. love see those movies i can get on board with yes but um, we should probably wrap up our yeah, <laughs> yeah. and our um, Riverdale farewell. 
Oh, I got to go back to reality. <laughs> back to life. Back to right. reality. <laughs> going to go back in time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so I don't know where we'll end up next next episode. Uh, we're just going to go wherever the open road takes us. <laughs> yes, as Sam and Dean do in their Impala. Fun stuff. Yes. So just be sure to return back next week for a whole new location and a whole new episode of Beyond the Bazaar. Yes, guys, come back. Join us. Join us. (laughs) All right, guys, this has been Brianna. You guys have a great night. Have a good night, guys. This has been Sarah. Peace out. Carry on. Bye. Bye and stay bizarre. (laughs) Yeah.